I awaken to sunlight That's beyond right This day will be done right There is a war Just waiting on the other side of the door But I'll be breaking guard to the gunfight Can't live forever So have some fun, right? Life's a bowl of candy You can have one, right? You can handle if tomorrow never come, right? You get used to singing if only for one night But I intend to raise two daughters and a son, right? And I couldn't have wrote this if I was hopeless You see, I focus to provoke this So open wide for my opinionated opus I playing goldfish, but not below this Before I go, I felt that you all should know this Recognize and realize before any regretting Before you relapse, perhaps you'll consider resetting When, when Warrior and Maul left, I was actually more intrigued to see Joe interact with people Because I thought that they were his friends And obviously not, it didn't look like it after, after that happened <laughs> Right. Yeah, I've been more intrigued now to see him interact with his real friends. He's like he's even more transparent. And it, you can tell that he's more comfortable around Ish and Ice. And that's a better experience for me. You, but you think so? so but- I, I like it more now. Like I, I appreciate it, how they really like because you're able to you can rib your friends differently from somebody who like just pretend friends. You know what I'm saying? Like people that you got a real connection with, like you're not scared to hurt their feelings because you know kind of where to go and not to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that they have that problem versus looking back on the old show with the other two guys. It seemed like that's what they were doing sometimes. Like they were trying not to offend Joe. Joe was trying not to offend them because of the shit that was going on in the background. What we see now. Yeah. I, that's how I, I look at it. I mean, you you like it better or you think it's better? The Joe Budden both. podcast for y'all that's just to whoa. Both. Absolutely whoa. both. I don't whoa. see how it couldn't be better. Conversation is way better. But 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 me. man I don't okay. even but I don't listen to Rory and Maul now. Well you was like, never you, you you never bought into him. I did. I don't the, the reason that I started listening to the show was I didn't listen when the girl was on there. Clarissa or whatever her name oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah, Clarissa. I didn't then. start listening to the show until Maul got on there. Like that was the only reason. Like my homeboy just tried to get me to listen. I wouldn't listen because I didn't want to hear Joe go back. And I didn't think he was entertaining at that point. Then I've become mm-hmm. a lot more of a fan mm-hmm. listening to it now. And once the it was something happened that I wanted to hear what he had to say about. I think Drake album came out and Maul like oh, swapped yeah. in. Yeah. And Maul was supposed to be like temporary. And I was like, oh, dude, gonna be out here a week. I'll listen because it sounded like what I'm saying now. He had his another friend on there versus something that was on the radio. Yeah. And that was always the appeal for me. Yeah, I, I can't believe you just stopped. You you drop shit just cold turkey. You like didn't even finish. I'm, I will forever be baffled nah, by finishing Game of Thrones. Like it will forever <laughs> baffle me, regardless of how bad it was. That is nasty. Just, I'm saying finishing <laughs> and sticking with stuff. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'm glad you said that, bro. Uh, okay. You know what? In, go, go ahead, intro us in because I'm, I'm about to get into it a little bit. Absolutely. This is another week in the books. Pardon, making Fridays great again. That's mm-hmm. the one we're going with this week, man. <laughs> making Fridays. TGIF, absolutely, man. Yeah. If you're late listening, man, if it's your first time here, I am Spike Lou. Got my man, Maurice Hunt the third, yes, over on the other side, producing this thing, making all your audio dreams come true on that end. Every week we get here, man, and we elevate the conversation that black men are having. We try to talk about stuff that has stuck out to us during the week, a couple of conversations that we feel like should be out there in the zeitgeist of things. Mm-hmm. 
couple of sections. We start with off deck questions. Then we do some relevant events. Then we get into the main theme of the episode, which this week is positive, negative energy. So I'm excited to see where we take this. Mo, you suggested this topic. So I'm here for the ride on it. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Oh, AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to contact us, anything you want to leave, questions, comments, reviews on the show. And as always, wherever you listen to podcasts, out, rate, rate, review, like, tell somebody personally that you listen to this that's always good as well sit there and watch them download make sure they go to me tell them hey man listen to another week in the books let me stand here until you pull it up cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) go ahead line wire that joint real quick absolutely hey man y'all like you said man it's fridays man it's fridays you ain't got nothing to do you might as well get high off of this conversation you feel me Mm. so uh but before we get in off deck just to finish what we were talking about at the front end Dropping off the Joe Budden podcast, it, it for me it's like I was. Of course, I was entertained, but the challenge y'all get more of this when we do the podcast themed episode. But it, it, it was difficult for me because I really started like I bought in to the things that he was speaking as creators, as a boss, as a uh, independent podcaster. You know. Shopping deals for the brand of the Joe Budden podcast and to kind of get the inside information to see kind of how he did it. Even if they were like, oh, well, they were never really friends. Well, just from a business standpoint, like that, you know, for me, it, it just, it made everything he said prior null and void. So I was like, you are, you really are in sicko mode, bro. <laughs> you in crazy. sicko mode, dog. Bro, nothing changed, though. Those niggas, the only thing that changed, in my opinion, like yeah, they felt themselves. I don't think Jay ever, I don't think Joe. Ever wavered from what he said he was doing. I'm That's why I'm so bro. confused. I'm so confused with the oh, people. Man. Like, oh man, I don't watch it no more because, like, bro, this Joe is why has been so weird. Okay, because you are such a. I, I've I've been really doing a study on you, listening to the podcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I see. I said, okay, he's big on friendship and relationships, even mm. with strangers. You're big on, you know, honesty. uh you're big on knack being natural, organic, uh, you know, grace, uh, loyalty. Yeah. And so I realized that when we had that big shine conversation. I realized that when we talked about the, the young lady and, and uh, Nick with the, the police situation, and mm-hmm. I, I just kind of was thinking about a few things. I said, okay, I see kind of where he stands when it comes to things. Mm-hmm. So, it's so weird when I'm thinking you're going that way, then you go left, and it's the weirdest thing when you go left, and it's like, is it because of your own personal bias? Because you really just rock with Joe like that? Because I don't see how oh. you can't see how, like, they start feeling them. They 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 started they first, yeah, they were minions, but they came in and start bringing like there was times. Keep it real, we was looking for either uh, you know Maul to get his. Oh wow, that's crazy! Like we looking for him to get one of them takes off, or we was mm-hmm. looking for Rory to get one of those. I I, I I can give Trey songs. You know, we was looking for like that was yeah, a that point. Was, where, that was good. That was point. Like, I know that we was good chemistry. That. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, when you say it surprises you, you mean as far as who I sided with in the split, or just how I feel about that? That what you mean? Uh, not not that it. It don't surprise me on the, who you side with on the split. It surprises me on you thinking they changed up and not Joe. Oh, I do because, see, all right, I'll break it all the way down how I look at it. I, I, again, is you brought up a key point and you're right. It's relationships for me. So 
one of the things that I said there when I was talking about his real friends, I'm assuming this, this is just me from the outside. I don't know them niggas at all. This is my assumption. But Ish and Ice, and, and what I'm assuming when I say his real friends, if I'm Joe Button and I'm doing a show and it's called the Joe Button Podcast, I feel like, just like he said, when you come and say, okay, well, what are we generating? Or let me take a look under the hood. That isn't a take a look under the hood project as to where you need to. I'm assuming this is why they fell out. because This is what the public story is. They fell out because he wouldn't let them take a look at the accounting, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But this is Joe Budden's brand. This isn't just a podcast that he started with Rory and Maul. This is a lifelong brand. So when you say, hey, let me take a look at the books. This is taking a look at the books for everything. Now, I may not feel comfortable with you doing that from a business standpoint, but hey, I'll do it because I understand business. But the problem, the problem is if I'm paying you, you're the highest paid podcaster there is. Like you're you in the one percent, you're making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Right. But you're not struggling for money. The problem becomes for me, if I'm Joe Budden, then you not believing in the brand and you lying to me every week when you show up here. Because if I'm telling you, look, bro, I'm going to pay you good. I don't need to show you this because there are other things going on that you're not privy to. It's not going to be detrimental to you, but just have a little faith in the brand and what you signed up for. All of this, this ain't a three-way split type of thing just because you do the show with me. Now, it may have been Joe failure to communicate in the beginning and them niggas running with it and thinking, oh, it's 333. We making the decisions together and this just like, yeah, but no. But they didn't. But they didn't. They didn't carry that mindset, though. That's fine. That's why I said maybe communication thing. Yeah. But if we're friends for real, the fallout is what I don't get. If I'm a nigga like Maul and I'm supposedly been cool with Joe for ten years, and I gotta have a little bit of trust in you when you telling me I ain't gonna let you do this, or I can't. How? Why am I? I have this conversation with people a lot. Well, sometimes a lot. Like, if we're cool and we're friends, why are you assuming that? I'm operating from a negative space to hurt you. And Ma told that story about when we heard our first live show and Joe said, man, look at all these people I brought out. Mm-hmm. And Joe clarified and he was like, yeah, that I brought out. Mm-hmm. But you and Rory and Maul and Parks, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I wasn't speaking specifically saying, yeah, look at me, I'm Joe Button. I brought these people out. My name is on the, the, the key mark as the headliner. I'm just speaking in that term of, hey, I feel proud of myself. But Maul took it as, oh, he think he did this by himself. He didn't need us. Fam, why is your mindset that way towards me if we're friends? I can get it if you just some random nigga and we doing a podcast we met through pie. I get it. That may sound a little arrogant to you, but me and you supposed to be rocking. So I don't think that he approached Joe with the energy as a friendship, which is why I spiraled the way it did. So when you talk about you study me and you look at the friendship, that's how I see it as a fact of you guys lied to that man. Y'all acted like y'all was on board. Y'all no. acted like y'all had trust in him oh. as a captain of the ship. And now as soon as things get rocking, he tell you no one time is, ah, oh, we don't trust him. We don't fuck with him. Let's go over here and do our own thing. That's did, sucker did shit. Did you watch the response, bro? Uh, when they first did it, when minutes, it, so I watched oh. like twenty minutes, so it got okay. out. Okay, and you can tell because I don't. I ain't because, no response, bro. <laughs> no, nah, because now nah, you came in with a bias. You saying, oh, they came and they lied. No, he was lying about. He what? was lying. They they never looked. They were never looking to split thirty three, thirty three, thirty three. They understood what was going on. 
Now, I do agree with Charlemagne that one of the biggest mistakes they made was letting him call it the Joe Budden Podcast. But if you got a problem with it, say something then. Don't yeah, sit the here gate. with me for 300 episodes and act like that ain't a problem. Yeah, at the gate. That's what and I'm I mean, saying. And, and it came in with the result. But I think that what it was was, again, like, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, Joe always blows up his spot because he ain't who he think he is. And that's, that's, that's what I think it's me. because people ain't who he think they are. Like I he feel like he like he told nah he bro. Think they are like he said like he like when Maul said that he was so offended that Joe was like well what you need to see the books for or like well what you got to do with this is as far as the podcast and them having a conversation it it comes from a point like that resentment you've been holding in I feel like my nigga since you've been around me if that's how you feel. Because you're not just gonna switch it up and think nah, that I'm some bum ass nigga just because we do a podcast now and you can't trust. Now you can't trust me. You was living, we've been living together. We they went on all these missions together, been through thick and thin. But now over some podcast money, I done switched up. I, I don't buy that, bro. I don't buy that. Like you switched up. You the one bro, <laughs> that changed. Oh I feel like gosh. Joe been the same nigga. Uh, I just can't a, a sicko. All. He been a sicko the entire time because he's bad for business. That's my point, and that's some of the like. That's what I'm saying too. I ain't saying that no. you gotta accept it. Right. You're absolutely right. He's been that way since the beginning. But yeah. you're dealing with friends. Supposedly, okay. you're not dealing okay. with industry people. Friends okay. handle you differently, even if you act like they. They. This is an expectation from a friend, right? That's, I've accepted this in our friendship that this mm-hmm. is one of your flaws. That's I'm still proceeding with it. Because because we're friends. Well, here's my they issue. abandoned that theory, in my opinion, as friends. No, what? because they thought they could be bigger somewhere else. I don't like it. Here's here's what makes it weird, though, and we can move on. But to me, it's like okay, we know who you are. We know you putting on a little bit on air. But when you are yelling and going on your rants, talking about the creator, yeah, I Joe Budden thought that I found myself. I asked myself. What will I do with Spotify? You're going on these long tangent and rants and talking about good business and bad business, and you're practicing bad business. Freak out of here, bro! Ah, bro! Like, cause he he could practice. Nah, he could be who he always was. You're right. He was always so. In the response, what was the bad business practice? Explain that to me. Well, you said okay. Yeah, I get. I get back to you. Okay. It's like okay, and then it was a build-up. They let it marinate from the gate, and there been moments behind doors before it even got up to Rory, where he was already getting narcissistic. Before it was the Joe Budden podcast, and he spoke about it. He's like, actually, I'm the one. It was on my feed. I'm the one who actually took the 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 RSS and put it on my feed. I'm the one who was the originator. Uh, I mean, hey, it counts for some. Are we talking about what? What are we talking about? RSS fees? Like, come on, bro. I mean, but like, but, this is like, if anything no, happens, okay. That, so here's a perspective to take from it. Maul sitting there, Rory sitting there, we talking shit. If anything happens, this show does have my name. Who's bearing the responsibility of that? Who name get drug through the mud? They're not going to say, hey, well, Rory and Maul on the, what, Joe Button Pie, like every attachment of responsibility fell with him and i felt like he conducted himself as that way he was the head of that brand so when you tell me i'm the head of a brand and a nigga's coming to be like hey man well hey let's see what's going on with the books man and 
I want to know like what Spotify gave you to make sure we getting paid correctly, bro. You making one hundred fifty thousand dollars the podcast a year? Who else is making that? What are you talking about paid correctly? Where are you going? Like I got a long term plan here. Under you could, you could be under That's fine. Man. That's cool. When you work, you see you looking with. I feel like you operating from a corporation standpoint. And the reason that I'm doing it this way is like, yes, you are absolutely right, Mo, when you're talking about dealing with people in business, like other businesses. These are supposed to be my friends. These are my homeboys. The reason I started doing business with them is because things like this may come up and I'm supposed to side with them because we are friends. Now, I ain't saying you go out here and get raped. I ain't saying that nigga wasn't paying them at all. It was something crazy going on. But if you're telling me I'm making good money, I'm showing up every week doing something that I love to do with my friends. And my friend is telling me, hey, bro, I got some stuff in the work. I really don't feel comfortable showing you everything that got going on because it's more tied to me right now than it is you. It's a play going. You're going to get what you're supposed to. I promise that you are. Just give me some time to get where we need to be. Like, if you can't accept that from your friend, then what you're, the fuck you yeah, doing working you give, with him? You're giving him so much leeway. <laughs> but I am. Because y'all, I that, respect the position that he's in. I, I don't respect Maul and Rory's position. Okay, but I don't respect but if saying, somebody, if oh, well, talking, you ain't going to show me. Let me go over here and do my own thing. We don't need him. And then more, even the more, add the pile on top of what we're talking that, about, just to go a level deeper with what we're talking about, Joe and Rory cool now. They Are right they? back. Are I mean, they right back. They cordial. Him and Molly I mean, they. I figured they would get cordial, but I mean, I mean, probably, it point. worked out for everybody. We talking about black men shit here. That's my point. Yeah. We Rory. I mean, excuse me, Marlon and Joe supposed to have been cool for Rory popped up. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you you supposed to be my man. You don't let this white dude pull you over here. All right, let's go do our own podcast, buddy. And now uh, you now we don't even talk. Now uh, we don't even talk. But me and the white dude cool. Uh, like, come on, really bro. What's that? going on? That. Hey man, that's how I'm looking at it. You know, two niggas, two niggas disposed to came over with each other and be cool. They don't even fuck around, but the white dude found it in his heart to make it back over there and go be cool with you. But some people be just more thorough. That don't say something to you? But some people be more thorough, bro. Uh, So we ignoring the white black part of it. No, no, we're not. not, No, no, we're not going to ignore the white black part. Like, we ain't never going to do that. But what I'm saying is, you already know, I've spoke before. Black people, you know, especially black men, we, we very ego driven. Like, I ain't about to go back and talk to white people. Not not that's, not so much the same. Part of the problem that I'm talking about. Yeah, it is. You're right. Ego. You're right. And I think that even though they split, and y'all, this is a preview, y'all. We just gave. We might even have to just put the clip out right here. But yeah. uh, but yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, and I want to elaborate a little bit more. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it brew for a little bit. So I hear what you're saying, but I think that I still think you're shooting a little. Little too much bail on his character, I think. I think some his people character- deserve bail. I feel like Joe won him. That's just my personal bias. <laughs> I feel like Joe deserved bail way more than Rory and Maul do. Wow, okay, in my opinion. This is my <laughs> opinion. Like, I just, okay, I mean, all right, all right. Like, life ain't like who's that said that? Like, Mike Tomlin said that on the pivot. Did you watch the pivot with the coach on the Pittsburgh? Still, no, I ain't got to Mike Tomlin. I know the black yeah. coach. Oh, yeah. Bro, that's probably one of the best episodes that they've I, done. Like, I just listened so to Kevin Hart, man. That was good too. I like. I, I finished that. I just finished listening to that one as well. But the, the Mike Tomlin one, man, that's really good. It was so inspirational. He was saying something about the players on his team. He was like, "Hey, everybody ain't the same talented." He was like, "I ain't gonna treat everybody the same. Some people more talented than others, but I'm gonna treat everybody fair. Everybody gonna get a fair shot, but I ain't Even gonna girl. treat you the same as yeah. a superstar." So this is how I look at it, man. All right. Well, this week's off-deck question from the On Deck podcast hosted by you, Spike Lou, and Animal Brown. Y'all go check that out on Wednesdays. 
uh, you guys were talking about the uh, hip hop stocks. Are you mm-hmm. buying? Are you selling? And so it, it drew me to a question this week. Me and you are we are big TV buffs, more specifically prestigious TV buffs. And so it made me ask you, my brother, Snowfall. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. it? Season six coming up, right? Yes, I believe season six, last season. Mm-hmm. Snowfall. The stock, if you got stock in Snowfall right now for this last season, are you buying or are you selling? That is a good question. Since it's the last season, I would hold. I would just keep what I had already. I wouldn't buy no more and I wouldn't really sell right now. Uh, I would wait to mid-season. Because Snowfall, though it has dropped off from the previous seasons, I don't think that it's awful. It's a lot of TV out right now. Okay. And it's a lot of TV, a lot of different lanes, especially that drug story lane is still wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen how mediocre, in my opinion, power is in the big fan base that it still has. So I think that this yeah, first two level. seasons was nice, though. No. The original, the original. Uh-huh. However, the, I do think the snowfall is a step up from that. I, I'm very interested to see how they stick and land it, though. But I, I would keep my stock. I'm I'm still excited about it. I still want to know how they're going to end it. I'm still, even though there was some low points in the season with the tiger and shit, I'm definitely still interested in seeing how they bring the story home. Hmm. Have you buying or selling it? Definitely selling, easily. Really? Yeah. What made you say that? It ain't been great since season three. Um, season four it was cool um, But losing man boy Was a, a great deficit To the show uh, And then this recent season They just constantly Kept jerking your chain It's like the female that like like Keep leading you on and you think something's gonna happen Every time you hang out and then you run out of time Or she always got something to do Or you gotta leave or something That's how Snowfall did this fifth season Like You think something about to go down You better go to the next base Ain't nothing happening Mm. Like and that's how I feel about. It. I'm selling. Like everybody gonna buy in. Like oh, this is the last season. I know it's about to be cold. Now I'm about to sell on your ass. Like that's what I'm about to do. I'm well, about to. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I would keep it though, because I feel like people are gonna be bought in just because it's the last season, and you ain't really gonna be out unless it's just awful until the end. Like people gonna stick it out to the end, don't you think? Well, I'm gonna, I mean, they are. I mean, we're just talking about. about- middle guess, seasons and shows. <laughs> well, so I guess if we're looking at. So are we looking at ratings or are we just looking at the performance of it? Like as far as well, was it just good in our or culture? Not? Just in our culture, the well, you know, like was, was it good or not? I think good is going to be relative, though. Okay, good compared to early snowfall, or good compared to its contemporaries, because oh, the something. only competition where contip contemporaries that it would have is what uh, power. Book of Canaan, like it, it ain't really nothing on TV like Snowfall, mm-hmm. so it ain't a lot of competition that it's gonna have to compete with. I feel like that's one of the reasons that I wouldn't sell because it's one of the only things in that lane like that. I mean, they're gonna get they right? gonna get the views. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Ain't no competition there, but I I think that I think they're just competing against their early seasons. Can they? And again, we hold everything to the soprano standard that is our trophy here <laughs> so you know i look at like they finished strong and they started strong so i look at like y'all still got an opportunity here but i just don't think they're gonna stick the landing i think that the majority would you say the majority of the seasons have been good though? yeah three out of three out of five okay three out of five 
that's fair. So, yeah, so that's, and that's right where I have it. That's about a fair, brightly slightly above average series. Three out of five. Unless they come through and body it this season and do something unexpected, but yeah, people got you, you get and, and one, <laughs> yeah. But one of the things, like you said, though, you've gotten some memorable characters. You, Man mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. Scully, uh, Unc, yeah, definitely Franklin Unk. himself, uh, Teddy. Like it's it's some really good characters. It could have been some better storylines and better things they did with it. I agree there, boy. Mm-hmm. I think when we talked about the lure of TV and TV history. That you're gonna go down and remember that just because of the story that it was telling, and in the beginning it was really good. Like in the beginning, the first three yeah. seasons, it was yeah. must see TV, must see TV. Yeah. So that's why I keep my stock in it. It'll hold a legacy standpoint yeah. in the culture. And I know you don't like power, but it does. It holds. Like it, it'll hold. I like wish. I don't. People, y'all lie to yourself. This power is a black soap opera. If people accept it for what it is, then what I'm ain't cool. a soap opera though? It ain't that I don't like it. It's definitely a soap opera. I mean, like, we, it ain't that yeah. I don't like powers. That people try to compare it to like reputable shows. It's not a reputable show. Well, power like, is like like popcorn. That's what it is like. Uh, it's like that's what it is. Exactly what power is like. Like no. this ain't a meal This is like a little <laughs> snack Like it ain't gonna fill me up nah. Like I'm just eating it Because it's here That's nah, what power Power is more like uh, McDonald's it's, it's like It's more like Red beans and rice Stop yeah. That's disrespectful Nah it, it ain't got no Popeyes, sides man. It ain't got no sides From Popeyes Maybe red, from Popeyes Red, red, red no beans good. and rice was fine It was alright just like power. Nah, like, okay. If you saying it's no like, nah, I'm gonna it. get from no Louisiana, like no bad <laughs> motherfucker from Louisiana to get me red beans I mean, and rice. You know, I mean, but it's red. It's home cooked red beans and rice. Where it's like, you ain't got no meat. What's the to, appeal? What's the appeal to power? Okay, the appeal is, man, you got a black man, uh, and I take the here ghost, ghost, ghost is a better character than Franklin. That's insane. No, that, that is y'all. Insane. Y'all leave. Y'all email that us at awitb at twenty twenty two. What's what one one thing? Oh man, the uh, thing that you choosing Franklin? Excuse me, Ghost over front. Uh, the swagger. Uh, what? Yeah, the swagger, the business plays. The uh, Franklin Ghost don't be Franklin don't body Ghost people like a, that. Ghost ain't got no nah, bro. Ghost is a, is a disgusting nigga, first and foremost. Well, like, Franklin, ain't, told, Franklin ain't that tough. Nigga told bro. his wife, What? I lost the love of my life today. That's the, <laughs> that's the, the, the filthiest line probably in TV history right there. Who and else keep it real Tasha, like that? Who keep it Tasha, real? Like I lost that? the love of my wife. <laughs> ex wife. His ex wife. They was married. They was still. I mean, she slept with the driver though, so she ain't no better. Like, yeah, because that nigga was fucking the Mexican lady. <laughs> I get so you. I, know, I just, I don't buy into know. the ghost character. I just think it's too like soap operas. Like, they, like when ghosts go kill nine people in the night and run the club with the VIP <laughs> delivering bottles to the VIP. Like, it's just too much. Franklin's a more realistic nigga. He's smart. Learn how to hustle. Went through some hardships, took some L's, bounced back, managing fairly well to be a young guy. Yeah, but Franklin I, really I, I ain't all that. Franklin, Franklin man, probably like one of my favorite TV characters to be honest. With. He he I ain't, he with definitely him. ain't one of mine. I mean, I, I do I be trying to do the accent. My wife be laughing, but like like he Is he the British just, accent or LA? No, no, not now. I can't do the. She can do the British. I can. <laughs> I be trying to do like the Carl Louis. 
Tell her That's call right. Peaches. Tell her bring bring car around. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he, he he's cool. I, I mean, I like those first few seasons, but I think the last one they just kind of keep making like, oh, he's so smart. Oh, he's thinking. It's like, okay, bro, do something. Like you know what I mean? Like that you couldn't have been like that with Franklin, and you let ghosts just like take out a oh, whole no, no. army dolo nah, and all nah, black. Nah, nah, I'm just nah, showing nah. up in all black killing niggas, and nah, you put, ride with that. No, nah, I'm putting his feet to the fire too. Like okay. I'm, that's why I was like, because right. it's probably like that's why I said them first two seasons good, and after that it tails off. That's it. That's that's all I got. But it I was. I want to give you first two seasons. Nah, I give you first four episodes, baby. Nah, bro, baby. Y'all got to email us. T- what I do commend though is the the what I like is the the universe that was built from it. that that was mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. That should be done with Snowfall or some other good black show. Which Courtney Kemp, black like woman. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fire. I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So what we try to do, and just to give you an idea how the show breaks down, the beginning right there that was the off deck. In the middle right here, this the relevant event. These are the searchable things. These are the thing that put us in the algorithm with the other podcasts every week. Things that happen in the zeitgeist. And we just want to comment on videos we may see, tweets we may have read, books, anything in the news per se. These are relevant events for another week in the books this week. First one I seen is <laughs> energy. It's line right up with energy because this bum ass nigga had to have some low energy and his friends just refused to listen to themselves and know that he was a bum ass nigga but the video was sent to me this nigga was going on and on proud of having snitched on his homeboys but he let them know he took the social media and told them hey man pack your bags them folk coming to get you most niggas is petty man they won't even let you know they snitched i'm letting y'all niggas know that i'm i'm snitching i done snitched they let me out and they coming to get y'all that was this nigga I'm paraphrasing here, of course, but mm-hmm. this was essentially what the nigga said. So I'm thinking that this nigga was facing some time. And I'm like, maybe he got a family. Later on in the video, nigga went on to say he was facing two fucking years. <laughs> two years he could not do. Couldn't leave his people. Had so much going on to where his bum ass had to tell and get his homeboys hemmed up. Versus doing the two years. Mo, you saw this. Mm-hmm. You responded to it. What did you say? I mean, I guess it comes down to like, what's your principle of snitching? Like, I mean, you rolling with your homeboys, obviously, like, oh, uh, don't snitch. But like, if you rolling, if you're, I don't put onus in him. I put onus oh on his homeboys. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because when you're doing, when you're hustling, or you making a move, or you pulling up on the ops, or what have you, understand there's always a possibility of somebody in your crew not thorough you can never a hundred percent trust and when you're doing negative activity for a come up or for whatever reason you can fully trust a homeboy because everybody has different priorities different stakes so what are you what what would they be surprised about they probably this probably ain't no surprise like they probably seen certain habits of this dude over the years, but they probably like, oh yeah, nah, that's just nah, that's just cuz. Cuz just be acting like that sometimes. Like y'all probably had hints like this, but set aside that, you can't if you moving like that, you can never be a hundred percent sure. Y'all seen the movie Goodfellas? That's why Robert De Niro was capping off all the people that knew about the operation. Cause he knew that's how it go. So him snitching is no surprise if you're moving that way. You have to always know there's a possibility you ain't never in the clear because if somebody else is doing the time and you're not, I mean, what you expect? Yeah, what but code? There ain't no code that's, now. 
it's not it, yes there is there should be niggas like him make the streets dangerous <laughs> not the dangerous niggas and the killers is not what make the streets dangerous it's niggas like him and i disagree with you when you're talking about the onus of niggas expecting that with niggas they with you right in a perfect world of course criminals would live by the code we've all agreed to be in this criminal underworld activity so the least you can do is keep your fucking mouth shit when you get caught like that's the bare minimum of a criminal that's the expectation so when you get a nigga like this saying ah oh, no nah, i can't do that or a nigga in general that go tell and like i got family and this and that yeah people do have other responsibilities but i wasn't joking when i say it's niggas like that that make the streets dangerous mm -hmm. because real street niggas is about that for real they they've taken that oath like we see with the sopranos mm -hmm. i hate to quote like a movie or something but that's the real example that i want to give but they 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 committed to that lifestyle so it's on niggas like trey from boys in the hood to say hey hey bro hey hey let me out the car i ain't with this like it's on you to do that it ain't on your homeboys to be like man that nigga scared man we gonna bring him in like it's on trey to say hey though boy stop the car let me get out because from all intensive purposes you hear with us you putting in this work every day my nigga we're expecting you to be about this life you came with us you can't get in that room and act like shit didn't change and now you care about your family you didn't care about your family when you was out here doing the shit like you wasn't taking none of that into consideration then and so what i mean when i say niggas like that make the street dangerous and why the streets are whatever they are you want to call them why they are like they are now when you say there ain't no code it's because you have people pretending so much it ain't really about their life so when you get these pretenders out here mixed with niggas is doing it for real when the pretenders get their foot put to the fire they ruining the whole goddamn thing now i'm telling on everybody like takashi i'm telling on everybody because i'm not from this i didn't even know that this is what i was signing up for. i thought this was a game mm -hmm. i thought these niggas was acting i didn't know we was finna go put in no work for real those are the type of niggas that make the streets dangerous it's like it's fake it's just like what we was talking about and I ain't talking about the same lady in the same light, but it's a similar scenario. When we were talking about the situation with the cop last week, mm -hmm. like people like that that are green in situations and think that like this shit is real out here. Like when you, you can't tell no police, oh, I ain't doing that. Buck your chest up. And they're like, no, 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 no. I was just playing my bad. Like you don't get that opportunity to do that in the streets. Mm -hmm. Like by the time when you in the interrogation room, it's too late to do that, bro. Like it's too late to start telling no niggas and I, this, that, and the third. Like, no, accept that shit. It come with what you was trying to do. That's how it, in the ideal world, it would be looked at and you would have less negative impact of how street life impacts real culture because you wouldn't have niggas out there trying it and it ain't for them streets is for some niggas some niggas get off on that shit they live that shit they can keep the code they're gonna go do their time some niggas is built like that but most niggas ain't and this look disgusting ass niggas is an example of that shit i mean it's like y'all like if y'all want to move and operate look at the times we in bro like people look around look around bro you choose to take that that route because for whatever reason you might be coming up in a difficult situation your mama might be struggling your baby might be struggling baby mama whatever it is you chose to take that route because you're trying to find a way you might not can get the money you need from you know a fast food gig or you might got a record i understand like why us black people well people in general uh that are struggling turn to the streets i get that however bro we got we in a social media age bro mm -hmm. ain't nothing thorough out here like that 
Not these young cats. People blow people's heads off just because. We just talked about that. Getting killed at a football game. You think people gonna hold a code? People killing niggas at a football game, a little league game. You wanna put trust in homie? Like they ain't coming up from that because they're not connected to the OGs. Mm. They moving yep. their own way. They saying, ah, nah, I don't, y'all niggas don't know. That's how you get videos of little niggas like this. They, yeah, but y'all, 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 y'all old niggas don't know. We getting money out here. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't where we own. We getting that bag right here. Y'all, they're, they're, they not connected with the OG, so they not rooted in, in any kind of code. It's every man for himself. That, now, mind you, I'm not behind snitching by any means. Like, I, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, that was cool. Like, and, he not keeping it real time. I'm keeping it real with you, boy. I'm keeping it real with you. I, I told you right here. Most people don't tell you. I'm telling you right now. Pack your bag. You're not keeping it real because if you was, you would have called. Like that's you saying that because you fear, your, you fear for your you fear for your life. Did not call me, tell me no shit. Though. Niggas bet night, man. He, he <laughs> it ain't keeping it real at all. It ain't not. Nah, it ain't. Besides, it ain't. It ain't no phone call or social media post, text, told his mama nothing. You got to eat that. They got you in there. They know we got called. You got called. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, and I guess yeah, apparently he has, a, he has a child, so it's like, man, that's on him. <laughs> that ain't on nobody else, bro. Like, that's why that's and that's again, we've said a lot on this anyway. Ain't a lot too much that you can say, but <clears throat> you accept that responsibility when you start doing what you do. If you don't want it, you get too into it. You say, hey, "This ain't for me." Then get out. Don't keep stranging niggas alone. Motherfuckers thinking like you said that you thorough, and then something come up, and this is what the position. You putting plenty of other motherfuckers in. You got that's one of the biggest things. If you're a part of that life, man, you gotta eat that, bro. It ain't no way around it. Ain't no way like that's that that, that shit did the term death or jail, like that shit came from somewhere for real. Mm-hmm. Like those are things, like you said, people get into hustling and things like that because they families or, or whatnot, maybe what they may need to provide so they're put in a position where their back is against the wall. But everybody not built for that, man. But well, you know the crazy thing. like you built for it ain't gonna get you shit. But you know the reality, bro? What's that? <laughs> bro, we are living in the matrix. The craziest thing is, and this is going to be a weird tie-in, but like we see like Takashi 69 I know we don't talk about him. We don't talk about Bruno. But, you know, it, this nigga's on social media. I mean, he ain't nowhere near what he was as far as the reach, but he's just living his old life. Yeah, sure, security, all that, whatever. But he's just living his regular old life. Nigga had a whole doc on Hulu. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like as much as people are like, oh, they're gonna get, they're gonna get that. No, they ain't. Dude, gonna be living a regular life. He gonna have to make some adjustments. He gonna be living a regular life. And you know what? I I tie into this. What? I feel like, and this is a weird callback. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But when Fifty Cent called Rick Ross out <laughs> for being a correctional officer, and nothing what? happened to his career, like well, it didn't because I mean, that ain't a bad thing though. No, no, no. But you were kingpin uh, Port of Miami. Talk about I got it off the boat. And you found out you were working as a fed, bro. And nothing happened. It's a job. It's just knock it off. But don't talk about that, though. You ain't from that. You can, though. That's what I'm saying. He's like people. (laughs) He said the real Noriega. The real Noriega. He owed me. I used to think the same way. I don't, I don't put Rick Ross in that category. Rick no, Ross is a rapper, man. No, no. If we I, fall for the if we fall for this the the shuck as fans, this that's on us. That ain't on 
Rick Ross. I've changed my position on that completely. I used to didn't think like that, but 50 was just grasping his straws, bro. Like if, if if you look at wrestling and you think that Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan in real life, that's on you, not Hulk Hogan. Well, but right, yeah, is no, that you're... right? Wait, is that right? No, you're, so, no, you're bro, right. When a nigga show up, like again, and especially today's times, of course, I'm looking at it differently. Back when that came out, I, I viewed it differently with a picture okay, of Ross. But saying. now it's like, yeah, of course, he had a job, bro, and like he was saying, like. Who CO some of the dirtiest motherfuckers in the world? He could have been selling plenty of shit in there. I'm sneaking yeah, he phones was, in here. He I'm sneaking little anything. grams of coke in here. I see always some dirty ass niggas. Rick Ross like a big fat CO. Man, listen to my rep. Listen to me, rep, bro. Just check yourself right here. It's like I, I don't knock him for that. Like that's out day when we talking about energy. I'm glad you brought that up because it does actually tie in. That's part of the reason why Fifty doesn't prosper in music now. That negative, disgusting ass energy trying to punch down on everybody, pull everybody down that way. It started with Ross, game, Buck situation, though I don't agree with Buck. However, just because 50 do that so much, that nigga can't buy a hit. Mm-hmm. So he ain't finna tell me that because Rick Ross is a CEO that I'm not supposed to listen to him. I'm not letting 50 well, do that. He okay, don't hold, hold that type of power. But here's the no that, that but the point I was trying to make was yeah, of course. We know it's just But Rick Ross not living a double life. I get what you were saying. What I, I'm saying I is I don't see that as that. No, no, no. What I'm saying was the authenticity uh, at that time, or what was led to believe people that were coming out during that era. We got Jeezy; he really was about that. Ti really was about that. Kanye was really about what he was talking about. Fifty was really about that. So him coming in towards that late 2000s, and he was speaking like he was really about that. And then that coming out that at that time it was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? I, okay, we don't care. Like it's rap, it's wrestling. We don't care. But I'm see- just saying. At that time, like I don't know, man. I just look at it differently because I feel like he grew up in Miami. Like these, this is what I see. Like these niggas that I'm talking about, convertible Burt and all these niggas, this the uh the, the the Miami big dogs that Rick Ross seen hustling for real. Them niggas might have met Noriega. They might said, owe them. might owe them a hundred favors. I'm rapping. I'm just making this shit oh sound gosh, good. This guy. Like these, like these niggas is wrestlers, dude. Like it ain't nothing you gotta more take than off that. your 2022 uh, lenses oh. and put yourself back. Well, in I'm old now. You're absolutely right. I, I'm, I'm with you now, so and I I'm with you. it that way. But I'm just saying, yeah, this ain't time. even now though. These little niggas, is, these little drill niggas, go shoot somebody, then rap about it. I would prefer <laughs> what Rick Ross was doing. To be honest with you, let lie to me about selling drugs versus. Telling me that you shot a nigga in your raps in 2022 right. when the police come to pick you. No, and I agree. And I said all that just to say that I feel like at that time, yeah, of course, 50, whatever. But I just, I'm making a bigger point. The point I'm trying to make uh-huh. is you come in being something and you get found out that you're something else and life still goes on. That's what I'm saying. Rick Ross' life went on. He he actually was successful. Big and better. Six nine did all that stick to everybody. Oh, it's over for him. They gonna life goes on. This brother that was on the TV, uh, I mean, on the Instagram, snitching on his homeboy, snitching on them. Life's gonna go on. That's that's the that's where we live now. Like you, so people have to be more intentional about those positive and negative relationships and pay closer attention to what the energy is rooted in. So, eh? yeah, that's a fair <laughs> good luck. Point. That is definitely a fair point. Yeah, man. Speaking of positive and negative relationships, man. There was another picture that was floating around in our relevant interest segment here. Little black boy, the Little League World Series is going on. Mo, you don't watch sports, right? Uh, not really. That's crazy. We're going to definitely get to that at some point. <laughs> in this podcast. 
And I will tell you all of my thoughts about men that don't watch sports. I'm going to tell you my time. thoughts about men that only watch sports. I, I, we can get into it. That's going to be a great conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. But Mo doesn't watch sports, so you may have missed this. But there was a little league team. They're playing for the World Series. The best teams in each region get together and they play. Very rarely do you have an all-black team, if ever. Uh, they make it that far just because the money isn't invested in black neighborhoods to even be as competitive as need be. I say that to say there's a little black kid on one of these teams who, as a joke, picture was released that his little white teammates thought it would be fun, funny, hilarious to let little DeMonte sit in the chair and put cotton balls all over little DeMonte's head. Now, this picture surfaced and team came out. Oh, we're sorry. Didn't mean to offend anyone. Look at little DeMonte. He loves it. He was having a good time. Why are you guys offended by it? Even little DeMonte's mom, which that's not his real name. I'm just making up a black name, mm-hmm. DeMonte. That his mom even came out and was like, I don't see why people are so upset. We was cool with it. It wasn't a big deal. I had a problem with it, of course. Why the fuck did he have to be the butt of the joke or the center of attention? Why can't we put cotton balls on little Billy head? Like what even occurred to y'all that it would be okay for him to be the butt of the joke? Or why does his mom or him think that it's cool or okay is the conversation that I wanted to have around it. When you're growing up in environments where you don't see a lot of people that look like you, you tend to do dumb shit like this to try to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not calling the kid dumb, but the reaction from his parents, in my opinion, very much so. Because my first question, like I said, would have been, why the fuck is my son the one that you got the cotton put in his head because he don't look like the rest of y'all? Oh, you he volunteered to do it and I have a personal conversation with him at home on when and when not to do that ever again. But they're damn sure ain't going to be a picture out here and motherfuckers coming and saying, oh, I'm cool. with it." That definitely is not happening. And it's just like trying to downplay the embarrassment because they don't want to offend the people in their friend circle. I feel like deep down they know this is wrong. You know you don't put cotton on your fucking kid's head Especially with everything That's tied into our history With cotton and shit like that In this country So my biggest gripe with this mo It was them acting like That they didn't have a problem with it When I know Well I'm guessing here But I know they had a fucking issue with it. <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> But I know I know But I know We're going to put that on That's going to be some show merch uh, I'm yeah. guessing here but I know. But I know. <laughs> That's right. I like that. That's good. Please jot that down somewhere. Yes. Um, what do you think, Mom? You know, I had a I had a similar experience, bro. Like crazy enough. Whoa! On a team <laughs> like all white people? No, not a team. But I was hanging out with white people. So it was my twenty first birthday, uh, and I worked with this dude. Uh, real cool white dude. Like he was cool. He knew rap music. He wasn't trying to be black. He was just cool white dude. Like, man, this dude cool to Did he fuck. freestyle for you and say nigga? Nah, he wasn't like that. That's what I'm saying. You know them cool white people where they be like, they be cool. They know what's up. But they ain't trying. You could tell they ain't. I think he might have dated like a Hispanic woman at the time. Anyway, so he was like really gassing like, yo, let me take you out for your 21st birthday, man. I'm going to show you a good time. And I I didn't have no real plans for real. I'm like. Was this first, in Kentucky? Nah, this was here. Uh, well, this was when I lived in I mean, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So I was like, all right, man. So, man, he come, he pulls up. He had a nice whip, too. I can't remember what he had, but 
Got a nice whip pulled up. We go over to like some of the Mexicans' house that we work with. We in the backyard. They they barbecuing. We drinking a bunch of Heineken. I've drank before I was 21, but like I started off getting lit, and it was just a lit occasion all the way through. We get to his house. Oh man! So we get to his house. We chilling for a second. He's like, "Hey man, yeah man, take some shot, man. We're gonna grab some this and that." So I'm like, "I'm getting lit. Like I'm like, I'm talking." He said, "Don't worry about nothing. You're good. You know, I got you. I ain't got to drive, do anything." I'm like, "Cool." And we end up switching to his like drop. I name was like a red drop, like topless. So we riding around. I'm leaning, I'm arm out the window, like having a good time. We go to the strip club. Then one of the other guys sold up Atlanta. Oh yeah, this definitely is an episode of Atlanta for sure. No cap. And so. Another white dude that we work with This is definitely an Atlanta moment We in a strip club And so he's in there His name was John And so he looking at the strippers Then he looking at the brown I mean the black black woman He's like oh that's my brown sugar right there I remember looking at him like, But I didn't say, I didn't say that I was like I'm just going to keep on drinking I'm like what do you He said you? the black woman was his brown sugar Yeah and I mean she danced on him He knew her I mean I guess he always came there But I was just like I thought it was the worst in that. Yeah, it wasn't crazy, but it's still at the time at 21. I'm like, okay, nigga, what you, you know what I mean? He just That's, had a, most white men have a fetish for black women. They definitely do. But they do you think black men have fetish for white women? <laughs> some of them. Yeah, some I of them. I think so. Yeah. But for the different reasons, I think. The, yeah. I think it's a yeah. sense of, for some black men, it's a sense some of accomplishment. Of yeah. And that just way, because of what society has. Laid on us as, the, as I ain't excusing it at all, yeah, but yeah. for some black men, it is a sense of achievement, a sense of accomplishment to be in a class when you date a white woman. Uh, but for a white man, I, I wouldn't know. I'd have to ask, but I feel like they think it's exotic. Like I definitely forbidden do. fruit, some yeah. shit like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some shit like that. Ah, man, we got to yeah. But one of them, you seen the list, so that is a part of like. We yeah. add to it. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, but hold that on. wasn't that bad. I was expecting a lot more. Is it somewhat to the story? Yeah. Okay. Are you like a nigger or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was expecting them. Let me just to fast like, forward. Like uh, an Atlanta moment and them telling you to freestyle with some shit. Uh, you mean like. <laughs> sorry yeah, about like, you. Come on, Mo. Nigga. Yeah, come on. Give us a freestyle, Mo. I was expecting some shit like that. Well, let that. me fast forward for you. Fast forward. We finally get back to his house. He had some, some more white guys, some white women over there. They was doing coke. Drinking, it's like you want some? Yeah, I was like, nah. Actually, I didn't do coke, but I did have like a pinky on the gums. I ain't gonna front. I had a pinky on the gums. No, the gums. Yeah, I kind of like. I don't know what unks me to do it. I was kind of getting too into it, but maybe that's what knocked me out. Anyway, I fell asleep in the living room. I can't watch you, bro. I woke up in the morning and I walked to the bathroom. You know, you gotta pee in the morning. I wake up and I'm looking in the mirror. And I have baby powder all over me. You, oh, they was playing with you while you sleep. Yeah, so I, I, I come out the shit. bathroom and I see him, Josh. That was his name. And he's like, "Yeah, man." He showed me the video. He's like, "Yeah, man, you were you were out of it, man. We thought it'd be funny to do this and stuff." I ain't think nothing of it. I get to work Monday. It's all over the 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 factory. Ah, yeah, I got me fucked up. Then my dad, he the one brought it to my attention. Cause we work together and He was like Nah that shit ain't That ain't right He said if y'all keep showing that video I'm gonna whoop somebody's ass Like He was for real And they stopped sharing that video Like it was like The boss everybody Thought it was so funny 
I wasn't offended at that time because I was just like, that's just white people joke type stuff. I didn't look at it as offensive. So tying it back to this, at that how long moment, ago was it? Uh, at what age were you? Twenty-one. I'm thirty-two now. You think about it differently now? I don't know. I still kind of be. I be in the middle. I still don't know. You see where your dad was coming from, at least. I, yeah, I definitely see where they're coming from. Like, I to look you at think that it's way. Because he's older. Is it, Maybe is it the sole I mean, reason you think it's just because he's older, or do you think that he know that there was like malice there? Like I mean, I, I think I just think that it's older. I think me, I try to do my due diligence in trying to understand. I mean, I've watched. I mean, we've talked about like just studying white people, so I understand their level of humor to the best that you can from being a black person. So I still don't necessarily look at it like, oh, they were trying to be racist because I'm the black. I'm the only black kid there, black young man there. I don't know. It's my birthday. Like, if it wasn't my birthday and it was just there hanging, maybe I would have looked at it differently. But they could have been racist. Trying to be racist or not, if it come off as racist, then you being racist. That's how I look at it. And I think that's how it comes off as racist. So I don't care if you wasn't trying to offend me or you wasn't trying to be racist, my nigga. It came off and I took it that way. And I feel like that's probably where your dad is coming from, especially seeing his son, someone that he's proud of, someone that he thinks a lot of, like y'all fucking laughing and sharing this video like my son a choke in a vulnerable moment. Like y'all mm-hmm. got me fucked up. I would be offended by that if I was a dad. So I totally get where he comes from on that. And I've hung out with white people before. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, too, <laughs> it's like this shit your mama used to tell you. And I don't got a lot of white friends, but I would want, like, don't play with me like I'm one of your little buddies, like your mama said. Like, this ain't the same thing. Even though we cool and we are, we can't be the best of friends. Just because that's how y'all get down, don't. I ain't doing that. Like, I ain't no videos of me. Don't even offer me no coke because I don't want none. Like, these are the things that my presence, like, we talking about with energy, like, don't even let that shit slip up because I ain't getting down like that. Now everybody white some white dudes like you said they 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 don't follow the science like they gonna go above and beyond mm-hmm. in their party mode so i get it you can't check everybody but you try your best to be in a position where i stopped drinking a lot too because like what you just said you get your defenses get down too much and you get to that point where it's just shit just too cool i don't like being too cool anymore i used to do the same when i was younger like what you're talking about drink in excess like that fit in having mm-hmm. a good time now I'm totally against that shit so I can kind of look at it differently mm-hmm. but yeah with what you're saying with the white dude it's like I don't even, I don't want you to treat me like I'm one of y'all bro I'm not let's mm-hmm. get that shit very clear and if we can't have fun that way then we can be friends and don't have fun together we can so, be work friends and whatever maybe. okay but so you're saying I don't I don't want to be that vulnerable around it is what I'm saying Okay, I understand, but you saying I don't want you to treat me like one of them, isn't that racist? Just say, oh, I, I'm treating you differently because you're black. Isn't that racist though? Are we not open-minded yeah. enough to be equal, equally treated the same? Ain't that what we kind of are pushing for? Like, yo, no, I know how to laugh at some of that stuff y'all talk. Oh no, I'm familiar with some of these things. No, I'm, I'm, I can gather what you, you know what I mean? Like, in a way, I you know can. what I'm saying. I can. That's that's the that's a great point. From a an intellect standpoint, I can grasp what you're saying. Absolutely, and it's it. it I think it would be more racist for you to 
not include me because you don't think that I would get it, but more so not include me because of how I would take it. If that makes sense. Well, how do you understand? Like, I ain't saying it? that I ain't saying that I'm missing it. That's on them. I'm saying like, like how do I know? Like you may have good intentions when you take a video of me and you share it around work and you laugh at it with the rest of your buddies. You may have good intentions. But just because I'm black, there's more tied to it than when you show little Billy. Unfortunately, I mean, that's just the world we live in. And motherfuckers can roll their eyes because I probably bet they are when they listen to me say this. But when the time come up and it's time for Maurice review, like, guess what? Guess what your boss, your white boss think about? Nah, man, I remember that video I seen in the trunk laid out here. Like, that shit that we got to deal with that they don't. But that could work. That's just little Billy being little Billy. Like, he's just like, they don't even come across their mind, in my opinion, when they making judgments about their own. But since they figured that we are that way anyway, look at him being a nigger. Look at that nigger being a nigger. <laughs> the look nigger with baby nigger powder. Being a nigger. Yeah. The nigger with baby like, powder. Like, look at that. <laughs> so, like, that that, that kind of affirms some things with our processes they would probably have. So, it, it works to a detriment for us in my opinion so that's why i look at it that way and i would want them to look at it that way i mean nigga, don't be like if you had it's totally different like i didn't know you were going to say that he was showing the video around work that is a bigger deal than i thought when i originally said it but yeah like don't be showing that shit at work that like even if you're talking about us like we wouldn't go do that it's like you ain't because you know how vulnerable work situations can be for us mm-hmm. if it were a black or group of black people you're not going back to work showing that unless it's a black like work that ain't well, yeah, showing it to the boss and shit right but, but yeah you're right but again it's like i i can't just look at it like they're doing this because i'm black versus if that was one of your homeboys like some like jackass video you caught them yeah. slipping and you pulled their gym shorts down and you start showing right. everybody that might be that's your that's y'all behavior I don't right. know. Not because you black, but you need to be more careful because I'm black. Not, I mean, and that, that, I'm doing this with yeah. the intent and not yeah. unintent of because you black, but because I'm black. Yeah. And if we friends, then you need to be more careful yeah. with shit pertaining to me. And, and that's that, how that, I'm looking at it. And it's unfortunate, but that's those areas we need to, as much people say, I don't have to educate, but we still need to educate because there's a lot of nuance and context uh, contextual things that they miss and they don't understand the dots that are connected with scenarios like that. So you're absolutely right. Back to the child with the cotton. Sure. The connotation is racist. We Black people used to pick cotton. But I think, bro, I just got a different outlook. I get it. But I wouldn't give it no energy. Like, I'm not going to let you guys feel like y'all got power over me because y'all pull anything that remotely reminds us of slavery. We, our our origin and our history does not begin there. You're not going to act. You're not going to get a reaction out of me every time. It's something that are waving those undertones. So I would do like the mob. Like, oh, no, no, we weren't finished. No, we was good. I, and I ain't going to be like, oh, you think they can get away? I don't care what they think they can get away with. I'm telling you, you don't have no power over my emotion. You don't have no power over how I navigate and how I run it. No, son, it's all totally. good. Don't worry about it. You having fun? Next time, we'll go out our way and we're going to get the next boy. We're going to make a joke with that. But I'm not going to let... be offended or you wouldn't act like you was offended? Which one would it be? I'm be honest, bro. I'm, I mean, I would ask questions, but... I'm not going to A moment like that It's just like I can't live my life Everything being a direct trigger to Oh what are you trying to say Like if you direct Like I said with uh, uh, What was his name uh, David Letterman You asking me about Slave trade And this 
Don't ask me about that. You know what I'm saying? But when you're doing stuff like this, oh, cotton. Bro, we wore cotton t-shirts. What are we talking about? We wore cotton we t-shirts. We put cotton balls on everybody's head, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't yeah, even about if it was cotton. It could have been candy corn. Why are you putting shit on my son's head that don't look like everybody else in this room and you're making him the center of attention? Is he the that best would on be the team? my problem. Is he the what? Best on the team? He black, probably. <laughs> it's baseball. It's baseball, so I'm not sure. We the best on the team. I don't think he the best on the team. And that's another thing with it. If he probably. Great point. Great fucking point. <laughs> if he was the best on the team, they wouldn't do it. It would be a lot more respected. If you middle of the road, average, below average, or sorry, oh yeah, you could be the butt of the jokes. You done been on teams before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who get who gets teased? The sorry niggas, the scrubs, the niggas, the, the freshmen, the niggas yeah. that ain't really good. Them yeah. the niggas the butt of the jokes. So I'm saying like to your point, is he good? I doubt it because they were doing this to him. But if he were, then they wouldn't even be doing like it wouldn't even be a consideration. So not only is it because he ain't as good as they are, it's because he looks differently from them. That's how I'm processing. That's how I will process it as a parent. Like I couldn't just shrug it off and be like, oh, you know what happens to all of us. We're not upset. It's just kids being kids. Like, nah, this is national headlines. Like, I don't I I would be worried. My main concern would be worrying how my son would be processing and carrying this way. We've talked about on here before, like the memories you have of childhood, that shit sticks with you. That shit molds you as a person. What my main concern would be is my son had a problem with this and didn't want to say anything because he thought that this is what made him be accepted by those other kids. So my thing would be as a parent to let him know and to go hard out here in the media and let him know like, nah, we wasn't cool with that. Because if you're not cool with that, then you need to say something, especially as a little black boy. Don't just let them put fucking cotton balls on your head, bro. I, I, I feel you on that. And I think that if he, it depends, like, yeah, you're right. Ask your son how you feel about it. Well, mom, you know, I, I didn't like it. I felt like it was weird or they were picking on me or it was a joke I didn't like. Or it might be the other way. It's like, mom, I didn't, I really didn't care like that. Like, I just wanted to play. They was having fun or whatever. I don't care. Like, so depending bro, on the response. So many questions, bro. Like, but, but, but here's, but here's my, like, but here's my boy. thing, bro. Here, here's my thing. Again. We talked about news before. We talked about media. Again, y'all like zooming in and highlighting. There's an overall picture. You guys are trying to trick us out the streets, bro. That I feel like it's like you giving headlines to a little league team for real, bro. But this is what I'm saying. You got to be paying attention. This is all over the news because this is big right now, though. This is a big tournament. The whole world is participating in it. And what? You got teams. Yeah, you got teams from all over the world, literally. It's like its own ABC. ESPN every day like it's a big deal so if something were to happen there even if it weren't this and something else were to happen to the kids it would be in the news and the media rotation it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. that this was it and I get what you're saying as far as the negative connotation to it but it's it's, it's gonna be it would have been a big story regardless uh, just because the event's so big it's a really big event but but I think that I would ask you know all that I would just I would you wouldn't get any you wouldn't get anything out of me you would get a it's respectful crazy. removal of my son. I'm getting Ben Crump out here. No, I'm just <laughs> I would Ben Crump down here to Oklahoma. Man. You feel me? Now, I, I just respectfully remove my son out of out of the, off the team. Like it's just it won't get no. Oh, you? How do you feel? We wanted to know. I, oh, oh, no, all you're gonna get is headline. Uh, mom moves uh, African American son from baseball team after they. That's it. Mm. That's it. Mm. 
<laughs> I mean, because I'm t- I, I, we we cannot like we talked about it before. And I'm saying, Nick, we can't give them po- think they got power over us because of these little things that exist. Like, oh, there's the joke right there. But I did want to say something. But I may I may bring it up later in the episode because we can keep keep moving forward. But there was something I heard on the podcast that was really interesting about kind of being offensive about like Our, what podcast. It's uh, the Mallory Bros podcast. Uh, right. They talk. They well, they talked about Pauls. You know, Pauls. You know the. You know, you probably heard people talk about the, the badness or that. But the, the take on like it was Pauls, the Harlem Cameron Dipset Pauls. Yeah, dash, like Dame like, Dash Pauls. Okay. Yeah, like Pauls, son. Pauls, Pauls. Like tell know, people what that means. They don't know. Well, Pauls means basically like no homo. Like, hey, this is not. When I said this, this is not gay uh, activity. This is not it gay. It may have sounded a little fruit fruit. It may have sounded like I that. am in the same the party joke. as a homosexual person. And I am a heterosexual person. I just want to clarify by saying but it's a joke too. It's also it's a, a joke, joke. But what you know, don't they, understand about that part of it. It's a joke, yes. right? Like Paul, we're not saying Paul. ooh, it's awful to be gay. It's like whoa, yeah. it was kind of suspect. Watch what you're right. saying, ha ha. Not watch what you're saying. Ugh, yeah. that's nasty. But here's the interesting thing. They said, but they take offense to it. like, wow, bro, it's a joke. It's this. They said, okay, how about if people, if if white people, every time they did something that was black, no, they said, pause. <laughs> they said, can I get a seven piece chicken tender from KFC? Pause, pause, pause. Whoa, what no do you say? Pause, no bro. Ghetto. No, no, ghetto. no, no ghetto. No black. No blackness. No blackness. They said, how effective? How 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 mad would you be every time they say something that's black? You know what I'm saying? I pause. Funny, you know what I'm saying? That would like, be funny. Why you keep Say a pause. Like I work with a dude that be doing that sometimes. Like I just started his job. This dude be doing like trying to have moments of slaying a little bit. Yeah. I don't entertain it like at all. But he's just like, all right, because you know if we mess up on this, and that, we ain't got time for that. Like it'd be weird. I just like, yeah, hit right? you with that. White people do that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, all right, hit you with it and like just regular. Just but he's like a he's really like an Ari Gold though. Like he's like Ari Ari Gold though. He got that type of personality. So I don't I don't I don't, I don't be. One of Mad my favorite it. TV characters. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. But that's funny. That that is. Um, <laughs> I'm just spit- picturing white people walking around saying, uh, "No Negro, no ghetto." He's like, "Yeah, no, no, no ghetto." Hood, some shit like that. Just, yeah, that, that would be funny. Like, I would, even in the sense of like them knowing enough that that's a black thing and to try to correct it and yeah. not make it a black thing. Yeah. Like, I would think that's funny. I would. Uh, so I mean, I just. I could see the side of it just vaguely with a PC culture where it would be offensive. So I do. I ain't going to act like, oh, that's ridiculous because it's Mm -hmm. not. I get it. Mm -hmm. However, even when you switch it that way and put it on me and if people, (laughs) white people (laughs) walking around (laughs) saying that, I would think that was funny. So I would assume that a gay person would think that was funny, too. Like if Anderson Cooper was on CNN. And he said something about fried chicken, and he was like, "No hood, no hood, no hood, <laughs> no, hood, no, hood no hood, no hood." Man, I, that would be funny. Oh, dude. I'm sorry, that would they be take funny. it so serious, bro? We yeah. positive and negative. Like sometimes you feel like something's negative, and it could be a positive. Sometimes you feel like something's positive, and it could be a negative. You know what I'm saying? It, it that's that's the tricky thing. They walk a fine line, like love and hate, man. Straight yeah, up. That's what when you're living in a PC society today, like you gotta be careful with shit like that. That was funny. I do that was a good man. One. No hood, no hood, no hood. I'm gonna start saying that, see if yeah, people no catch hood, no. <laughs> Well, me and my me and my me and my me and my sister, like me and my family, like we used to we we got so into it. We started having like no when the no homo thing was like strong, we started having no everything. Like we just was like if it was like a 
animal we'd be like yeah. like no, no bestiality or we'd be like uh no uh no premarital no no uh sick yeah bro we was what just a, goofy teenagers just like you do the uh the office name uh that's what she said absolutely that's better than no homo like if you get it if you get a good that's what she said in there that's that's that one is even better that's the best but, yeah i didn't even realize i used to say that before i even watched the office i don't even know why i got that i never watched the may office. Have been some white people you didn't watch the office nope. you would like the office I feel people, like say people say that people say that i 100% feel like that would be that's the homework for this week at least watch <laughs> this man be rolling into it, it. This guy's good. good this guy's good. You on your way. You're going to the top. You next to the guy. This fucking guy. You know, uh, never season at all. Never. Is there a reason why? Is there a bias or anything? I know how you are. No, no. It just, it just never. You know, it's like Seinfeld. Oh, like perfect. when I finally got to Seinfeld, I was like, yo, that's perfect, man. Like, this is fire. To me, the office is like this is gonna sound nuts, but it's up there with the wire. As far as TV shows, settings, characters, memorable stories, really? like, bro, once you start watching it, you're gonna be like, holy shit, like, this shit is deep as fuck. It, it, it's just like so much stuff is tied to it. It's fun. It's a very fun show. Probably the funnest show that I watch. I'm glad you got that in your life, brother, because you definitely need to have I don't watch it no that. more. But I, yeah, I stopped. I don't watch <laughs> nothing. I, I've been trying to look and find something funny. I think I may have found it on, uh, uh, it's called The Replacements. You got Gene, uh, the dude, the King of New York dude in there. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. No. The original King of New York movie? No. Oh, man. I'll put you on that another week. But yeah, that, that's slightly funny. <laughs> All right. As we're wrapping up our relevant events and what we're talking about that's in the zeitgeist for this week, man, the searchable moments. Uh, the last one, online sites are going crazy. Mo, I sent you a picture of this. I think this was a tweet that I tried to send you that wouldn't load. Oh, okay, that you yeah, couldn't yeah. pull up. I think this was the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But Shade Room, other places, going crazy about this lady that was dropping her school, her kid off to school with her butt cheeks hanging out. Had on the hot girl shorts, clearly was out celebrating a hot girl summer the night before, <laughs> dropping her little one off at school. She was getting, well, it was about 70 30 okay. as far as people giving her a hard time versus people saying, well, hey, at least she took her kid to school and got up and done that. Right. Mo, you're a parent. I'm not. I like to know where you fall on this. If you were dropping your little one off and you seen the lady in her post stripper the night before gear with the booty shorts on like how would you feel as a father dropping your kid off and seeing it i mean bro honestly like we talked about grace last week he was like man give grace but like mm-hmm. i was saying we spoke focusing on procedure which right. was which you talked about a little bit on deck but i ain't gonna give you no flack here what happened? but you talked a little bit about procedure it was in the early half of it i wrote something down but i i ain't got it with me but it was funny though but with with this young lady, her dropping her her child off, having these short shorts, having the cheeks out, me dropping my daughter off, like the reality situation is, I don't know, I don't know her arrangement, bro. Okay. Like everybody's so judgmental, like off of a picture, and it's like you know, I don't know her arrangement. Yeah. We don't know what her financial situation. We don't know what type. She could be the greatest parent to her daughter, and she just happened to have this on. We don't know anything about the situation so i feel like everybody jumping the gun on judging her right away because she got short shorts on give her some time to grow maybe she'll get older and she'll look mm-hmm. and be like you know what dang I, I was bugging when i was doing this people are so quick to tell people you're wrong and i want you to remember this forever like mm-hmm. bro 
It's like people at the church, like when them old ladies talk about those young ladies coming into church, and it's like they not dressed a certain way as if the old ladies were never young at one time, never had a cute shape at one time, never wanted to show off their body a little bit at some point, or didn't even know that was a thing before they got older and they grew in, in grace and figured out how to navigate that thing. So with her, man, give her some time. Like, it's one image. We don't know if that's her day-to-day. It don't matter. She walking her daughter down to school. Her daughter's dressed up. She got clothes on, got a backpack she seemed to look like she was doing all right based on you know the 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 clothing so it's like bro who cares what she got on y'all judge y'all people people have off days bro like that people got off days we don't know what her scenario is but people just so quick to like i can't believe so y'all don't make mistakes huh (laughs) you are speaking as an adult and i respect that let me ask you this though as a parent and your daughter may process it differently what if she wants to dress like that now? Like, what if that influences her in some way that you don't want it to? Seeing, like, what if the lady drops her kid off that way every day and somebody decided to take a picture this day? Like, what if it was out of, like, God damn, this is the fifth day in a row she came in here with her ass hanging out, my daughter here, and I'm dropping her off here every day. What if that's the case? Would you think about it differently then if it's like we're speaking towards the influence of your daughter? I, I, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't because, again, I don't know her. If she, if I see her every day, first kudos, you dropping your child off. She's a car rider. That takes more commitment than a bus rider. Let's be clear about that. Any parent out there talking straight parents? Oh yeah, straight parent talk right now. Parent, (laughs) parent bag right now. Parent keys. Anybody that is a a car rider, your child is a car rider. Takes even more dedication than them being a bus rider. Because you got to actually get there. You got to wait in line for them to open your door. You And then you come back. You got to wait. And sometimes they release the bell later, whatever. So her dropping her child off over and over, regardless if she has those kind of clothing or whatever, again, give her some time. Like the clothing she has does not speak to the content of her character, period. Like I'm not going to judge you because you got that on. I've made that mistake when I was younger, judging people based on your clothing and then find out what bro this is all i had or oh bro this this is what i this how i grew up i didn't know something was wrong who knows maybe nobody's talked to her before maybe she didn't have an example of a woman in her life to say hey this how you go look at the society we live in look at this hot girl thing everywhere she don't know it's like oh you can do it in a different way she may not know bro so it's like people give people time to grow man but what about you spike not having children but being an adult looking at her i imagine this young lady is younger than both of us what do you think about that you see that picture what comes to mind you know i thought we would disagree on this i tried to rib you there too with the last you did a great job too i I definitely (laughs) did we would disagree on it but i I agree like i'm big real big on grace like it ain't none of my goddamn business man like the way she got on dropping her kids off like my business is her kids in school and ain't being a detriment to this society so i appreciate her like you said showing up dropping them off doing what she needs to do at the door what she got on ain't got shit to do with me mm-hmm. and I, I firmly believe that like i don't get involved myself in other people's business i definitely ain't gonna do that so you said it you put it right there i thought we would disagree on this <laughs> i ain't got too much more to add to it other than i like you, you have to show people grace and jumping in the comments saying you would never do this and i can't believe she did that my daughter gotta see it bro you gotta raise your kids mm-hmm. your daughter see a whole lot of shit I think like like you got you have to raise them through that. 
And if a girl in high girl shorts is gonna throw your daughter life trajectory off, then you're not doing a good job as a parent. It's just, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that. <laughs> so Nigga. I agree. I agree with you that like, yeah, you you definitely gotta give people grace, man. She bringing the kid to school. Yeah. Like you said, the kid was well, looked like she was prepared for it, backpack, backpack full, had the yeah. uniform on, she wasn't yeah. scroungy or dusty. Like it was like I, I would celebrate her more so than than, than shit on her. But yeah, she like, had a nice little booty too. It wasn't bad to look at. I mean, we probably yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a naked booty. You know, you know the naked booty get a little better, but I don't know. She got yeah, Instagram get, yeah, Instagram has fooled us into thinking that all oh, shit's supposed to look like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I appreciate the organ, the realness. <laughs> when it's real, you can tell. Nah, but uh, speaking of that though, um, okay, uh. So we're talking positivity and negativity. And I was thinking about this. Does positivity still have power in today's society? It it makes me think about things in a whole nother way because it's like some people say, bro, it's still positivity out there. You just ain't looking for it. Or it's still positivity out there. You just always cling to the negativity. But I challenge that. And Spike sent me something. Uh, I can't remember the podcast, but he sent me something like a cool hour. Uh, matter of fact, let me look at my phone. Uh, Spike sent me something. It was about a cool hour of this guy kind of talking about how the tone of media has changed from positivity to negativity, and we know that it's 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 a way for them to make money. Like positivity, for some reason, don't sell as well as negativity because people get outraged and people get passionate. And if you can sell people on uh, based on their feelings, their emotions and passion, you got a good business already, unfortunately. And most times people are moved by negativity. So my question is, Spike, does positivity still have power in today's society, in, yep. in today's social zeitgeist, as you would say? Absolutely. You send me a voice note Sunday morning. What did you say? First thing you said. Where was you headed? What? Top of the morning? Top of the morning. I'm headed to... Oh, I'm headed to church? Church. Headed to church. That's it. Like That's where the positivity... Like I feel like if it didn't, then people wouldn't even bother with going to church and getting that word here. Yeah. And I think that I, you get your positivity from different sources. The media, like you said, it is a lot of negative stuff out there because that's what makes the money. However... I would challenge you the same way you say people have. Like, if you look for positive stuff, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to podcasts on a daily basis. They're like six minutes long. It's called Radio Headspace. It's like a positive thought for the day. How to train your mind to think positive. It's books and all that other shit about it, too. And I, I just feel like there are a lot of ways to defend negativity and to say that it's everywhere and that it is everywhere and it is pushed towards you but to to let it influence you to thinking that everything is negative is kind of lazy like you there's a there's a concerted effort that you have to have to be happy and to be positive like people will think that it's just supposed to be like you can't just wake up and be happy and that's one of the things that i had to realize and understand and going to therapy helped me with that too like happiness is a concerted effort to do so like you can choose to let stuff piss you off and little things make you bad and news stories send you off the ramp and you all in the comments arguing with a motherfucker like you can choose to do that 
or you can choose to be happy about things and approach them another way it does take time and it takes a way to train your mind because there's so much like we we um gravitate to negative stuff our mind is just made that way like we are our mind gravitates to more negative things somebody explained this to me when they were talking about one of the psychology things and how much you hear the word no and how that makes your mind think negatively so think about you raising your kid now it's a standard thing as they're learning to walk crawl just do separate things you're not even causing it of you telling them hey no don't do that don't do that no no stop no stop versus having that those things go to your head as negative connotation versus having positive connotation now of course you have to tell them to stop and don't do things but finding other ways besides no to do it plays out in the long run so when you're talking about positivity and my overall point there so it won't just be a word salad it's a concerted effort like you have to try to do it like it, the world ain't just gonna be a better place shit ain't just gonna be happy you ain't just gonna be happy and one of my favorite sayings that i really try to live by like happiness isn't a destination it's a journey so you're not when people are like man i can't wait till i get here i can't wait till i do this once i make it to this place we all are guilty of that of course refocusing your mind to take it in from a sense of i'm enjoying the process to make it to where i'm trying to be so i'm enjoying putting in the work of this every day i'm enjoying the fall off the feedback everything of it i'm enjoying the shit not working for a day because i'm coming back tomorrow and doing it again that's a thing that you have to train your mind do not to be negative about versus oh man i gotta go do this i gotta go record this podcast i gotta write these notes i gotta watch this show i gotta do this i gotta do that <laughs> that's a choice that's a choice that you're making in your head now because like i said we've grown up with so much negativity negativity in our society we default that way to that choice of making things that way but if you're making a concerted effort to say i get to do this versus i have to do this it goes a long way with negativity versus positivity so you said happiness is a journey are you saying that you would you would you say that it's almost you kind of have to like stop and be happy like almost like little milestones within the journey absolutely Cause, man you cause, gotta celebrate that shit because you'll be All waiting forever shit. right if you're on a journey to get happy yeah. or you're trying to reach a specific destination to get happy you'll be waiting forever and you'll never be happy because you're always chasing the next thing that you feel will line up to you're that's happy. one of those things that they say about people on their deathbed they never say i wish i worked harder they never say that i wish i made an extra million dollars uh, or anything like that it's just that they enjoy the moment the making the million dollars the doing the process of the job mm -hmm. like those are the things like what you're saying on the journey like when they say you find something that you really love to do you never work a day in your life doesn't mean that the shit's gonna be easy or that you'll enjoy it every waking moment mm -hmm. it means that the process that you signed up for that is what drives you so the challenges that come with it 
like the negativity that comes with it all of that stuff you have assessed and i'm appreciating it because i know it's a part of the process versus a negative mindset it's like man why do i gotta deal with this shit why is this shit happening to me like one of the cold when i used to i used to go to church mode feel you the popular belief i used to go to church on sundays and wednesdays one of the most like uh bishop walker the third from mount zion he's one of the probably the best orators i've ever heard nigga he's cold have you ever heard of him <laughs> uh, maybe maybe bars, i've seen him nigga. Uh, you got bars. check out mount zion it's, this nigga is cold bro <laughs> uh, but one of the this was a real simple one though but one of the things that he was talking about when people do that and you're like well why me why me why me well why not you mm-hmm. what makes you so special where you don't gotta go do shit mm-hmm. and if you can wrap your mind around that and learn how to tackle issues versus feeling like you are just the butt of the joke then you halfway there because you appreciate how that shit happening like, like the, the negative shit i feel like a lot of that is internal a lot of it is what you choose to make yeah it's, it's, it's a personal it's, battle versus like a societal one that you say and I'm not blaming you for it, but like, cause it's a, a lot of us do it. Like, you had niggas have those days. You'd be like, man, you're fucking right. Well, you know, what I used I, to be really bad at that thinking. Oh yeah. God damn! What the hell? Only me. Only this shit would happen to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you get that shit out of your head. It don't happen that way. And you're right. I think that people that when I say like you said, you're right. It is a personal thing versus societal. But what I think happens is people get either lackluster or so worn down by the efforts of being happy they stop looking inside and start looking outside and the outside places that they look via social media via television via uh workplace of business or what what have you they there's negativity there just presented because it's for whatever reason that's that's what is there it's what you come on your timeline or what's on your your t- television for the day so then i think that's what makes people say oh man every time i turn around it's something negative going on because again like you said it's a personal thing but people are looking for everything else but within to actually be intentional about that that's something i live by i said be happy or die trying like that is that is what i be on like that my whole move to florida was about that like talking to my mom talking to my dad like that whole the whole transitioning and moving out of the midwest down here that was all about that it's like i was like oh i can't do this i can't i said man why can't you why can't you i'm always gonna say you can too like if you got the mind for it and you got the uh uh the 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 knack to not give up and just say nah bump that i ain't i don't a a phrase that i live by all the time is from you ever see the movie blue street with martin lawrence martin yeah yeah when he was an undercover cop he was a robber but he was undercover cop yeah so right at the end of the movie he he had crossed the border because he was still trying to get the diamond and so they could not arrest him well he was chasing after somebody and so they was like hey you can't you can't chase him it's it's out of our jurisdiction and they was like malone malone don't you do that and he's like you can't you can't watch me and i live by that every time i see that scene that is one of my life things where i'd be like oh no you can't watch me like i never i don't subscribe to because i because i used to be that way oh man it didn't work out for him it definitely ain't gonna work out for me because i don't subscribe to that now man like I'm, we, we we are not we are not the same you know what i'm saying so 
I do agree it is within it is a personal thing to you have to be intentional about your happiness control your consumption we talked about that on content if it's something that triggers you conversations of podcasts you listen to that makes you feel down or the TV shows you watching or the music you listening to that makes you feel down or puts you in a moody a mood that is not productive or necessarily on a higher level then you don't need to you need to you know make some adjustments here seriously and that's why I was going to ask you Spike why do you think that we lean more into like the the content that we watch and listen to more of the negative like you know what I'm saying and and when I say negative I mean like yeah, it, somebody's going to die somebody's going to get robbed somebody's going to get hurt somebody you know what I mean like I get cuz those like people's life is boring man right <laughs> when you is you like people like people are bored okay so when you get shows or content with real consequences like it's very rare that people like they're dealing with those high over stakes on a daily basis so that shit kind of get our adrenaline going you see some weird ass post and go down a rabbit hole or trying to figure out what's going on between these bum ass beefing rappers or these housewives that fucking threw wine on each other that shit kind of gives you a little boost and exhilaration a little dopamine rush because normal everyday life normally people are going to work going home watching tv reading a book scrolling through social media like you normally on an everyday basis nothing is going on where people are get excited about and i ain't here to criticize that mm-hmm. so yeah. to answer the question of why though i feel like that's it people are bored like just they don't have really nothing else to do that they get to live through them and see that excitement through them without having to actually go experience that shit like i ain't got to go put my life on the line to see ghost kill eight niggas in the night oh shit she was ghost did last night man that nigga was killing them wasn't he man that nigga had the mask on like yeah yeah wow boy. at the same time i feel like that's us being older you you see playing out now with younger kids and i may be wrong about this i may be just going off the negative stuff i see in the news i feel like that reality has become kind of merge for them they see the rappers and the shit now they go grab the push icy mask and i ain't playing with no nigga everybody my ops and you got a lot and i, I guess maybe because i'm old though i may feel like it's a lot more dangerous based mm-hmm. off what they see or do now they mm-hmm. probably were saying the same shit based off our music and when we were that age but it just seems that way to me i think so rapper you're is talk- a position in the streets now like drug dealer uh trying to rap shoot man I mean, uh, the shooter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've been I there, think, yeah. I think, I think, from a young pr- perspective, if I was young right now, I would almost look at now. You can, you could be a rapper, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at like that's a street thing now. Like the way thing people dying over, you looking so at a rapper souls. like a street nigga. Yeah, like that's, that's one of the categories now. Like again, rapper, drug dealer, uh, shooter. You know what I mean? So on, so forth. Uh, you know. So, but yeah. uh yeah, I agree. I think vicariousliness, uh, vi- living vicariously through shows, is uh, definitely what it is. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, what would you give as we go into our homework? What's it uh, to create solution here, or just something somebody could think about? What would you offer to say? How can I? How can I be more positive, Spike? How can I find more positivity? I don't know what to do. Every time I like getting on social media, but sometimes it, it disturbs my spirit, my energy. I don't know what to do. How do I get positive? What do I need to do? I want to be positive. You got to question yourself. I think a lot of we get or escape putting ourselves through the questions that we would put somebody else for saying some shit. 
Like, have you ever said something or thought about something? Like, man, why did I think about that that way? And then you kind of talk yourself out of being negative sometimes that way. Like, I think before people, some people, man, if you ask somebody a question right after they say something, why did you say that? They will struggle with telling you what the fuck or why the fuck they just said that. A lot of people not even paying attention before they just spit some shit out. So if you can think, if you can take a moment just to slow it down and think for a second about what you're saying, or even ask yourself, like yeah, pre-production, like even asking yourself, like, because I talk to myself, I assume all crazy people do. Yeah, no, I do. But if you're talking to yourself, just questioning your thought process. Not enough people, in my opinion, question their thought process. Mm. This the way I am. I've been this way. I am this way. Well, why? Sometimes if you ask yourself why you can get yourself out of saying some dumb shit or thinking the way that you don't want to think. Wow. Because if you ain't got no real why behind it, then what the fuck? What am I doing? Maybe I should reevaluate this and look at it another way. Yeah. Being able to look at shit a different way and slowing down has been one of my, we talked about aging. That's one of my favorite parts of aging too. I used to wonder why old men would take so fucking long to say something. Yeah. Get that from me. They'd be like, yeah. you, you ask him something and they <laughs> look and Maul around and all like nigga what? Well, say it, nigga. Yeah. But I understand that more as I get older. Mm-hmm. You going through shit in your head, you processing, you ain't just shooting off at the mouth, saying some just random shit that you thought of. I appreciate that for being older. So I think that's it. Being able to slow yourself down and questioning yourself more. Question yourself more before you question another person. Ask yourself a question as to why before you ask somebody else why. Okay. And that's that's you feel like that's the beginning of that's Finding a start positive, positive, positive positive absolutely okay i agree absolutely. i think i would say as we move on i agree with spike and i would say to add to that if we want to offer solution today i would say do an inventory on things that change your mood like you you might not notice that you got moody or you, you might have had a cool day at work but for whatever reason today you come home and you might you with your significant other you're like kind of in the mood you're like why am I in the mood all of a sudden? Like, what's wrong? Like, I ain't nothing really happened today. You need to go back and do an inventory. What was it? When did my mood change? Oh, I listened to this podcast. They was talking about, oh, I, I was listening to this song, and then it just took me down a rabbit hole of this album. Or oh, I was watching this on YouTube while I was working. Or or I was, man, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they was telling me about death in the family. So I think do inventory on those things that are triggering to bringing your mood down. Not say evade them all together all the time because that you need balance. You have to, that's life. You know what I mean? It's ups and downs. But pay attention to those triggers and try to uh, eliminate as much of those as you can and make room for the things that trigger your happiness that make you smile like yeah that's that's hilarious even if it's something stupid like look at them cats they got them cats dressed up those things that trigger a smile get those things in your life that's what you that's a good point people don't have to agree with it It ain't got to be funny to everybody it just funny to you you like everybody don't gotta like the song you just like it like that's what positivity don't it's not a group effort it's a singular effort like spike was saying it's personal you don't need everybody to uh to participate for you to be positive so yeah to your point on that too when you start questioning yourself more asking yourself why going through those checklists of your own inventory Mm -hmm. you're right you do start to notice what makes you happy then you can start to gravitate towards those things Mm -hmm. versus grasping at straws trying different shit to make you happy that really ain't 
relative to your growth as a person. So if you 100% right taking that inventory, then be like, yeah, man, I like that song. Let me listen to that every morning when I wake up. Well, that, that, I got some good information from that. Actually taking inventory, doing that, questioning yourself and giving yourself answers and remembering and relying on that information versus just trying to wing it every day, hoping yeah. you yeah. wake up happy. Yeah, and I, I, I uh, and my, my wife's aunt, I told her because she eats things and it don't, it doesn't make her feel well a lot. And I said, you need to start taking inventory of your day's eatings. Write down what you're eating and see when you start getting those weird effects. It's it, it really works. Like I'm not a note taking person, but it does work. So, hey man, y'all y'all can take it or leave it. But I think that this is something positive, and I think that this can help uh, human beings. But most specifically, us, us black men. Let's let's get positive conversation amongst one another. Absolutely Homework Before we get out of here It's been another week in the books Of course I am Spike Lou Maurice Hunt the third Super producer over on the other side You want to reach out to us A-W-I-T-B-2022 At gmail.com That's the email address Remember to go rate, subscribe And like on your favorite podcast Platforms Our homework assignments Suggestions from Myself to Mo, Mo to me, and to you guys as the listeners on some suggestions that we may have to bring back for a discussion next week. Last week, Mo assigned me with the movie. What's the name of this movie again? Allie and I. And I watched Allie and I just today. Okay. And it was not my type of film. I will say that. What? It was done well. I seen this shit coming from a mile away. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, yeah. I seen it coming from. I, I don't like. And again, no, this isn't a personal like to use. This is a loose yeah. spike loose thing. I don't like being able to I, like. One of my favorite things about endings, TV shows, books is the ending. Mm-hmm. I can sniff it out from the beginning. I, I I'm immediately against it. Mm-hmm. I like to be surprised, or even when those shows show you the ending at the front that intrigues me too because i'm like okay now how are they gonna get back there mm-hmm. from this though I, I it was well done and i got the message that they were saying uh but i knew that she wasn't real in the beginning i saw where it was gonna go with the so i just it was kind of predictable yeah it was. but i mean it's a good piece of content for uh, I, th- I could see why your generation like and another big thing that i love too or is dialogue and it wasn't a lot of dialogue no. this is a lot of like you get the picture mm-hmm. you figure it out yourself i don't those type of shows on euphoria probably was the, the only show that i watched that, that uses imagery over dialogue and i like it mm-hmm. i think they do it in a good way usually i'm against using imagery versus dialogue because i'm a dialogue person mm-hmm. i do get the dialogue and i understand when it's done well <laughs> But it just doesn't do as much as me, as much for me as good dialogue does. So if it's a good imagery movie and a good dialogue movie, I'm always going to go with it. In a medium dialogue movie, I'm still going to go with the dialogue movie. Yeah. That being said, I did watch the 27 minutes. I got the ending of it. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. The chick was decent looking. The yeah. song that they played at the end was the best part, the remake of the old song. I liked it. Uh, was it Misty Blue? He got a remake of Misty Blue. Did you listen to that song at the end? The, the credits were playing. I, uh, I Who was that? That nigga sang. What's that nigga name? Kyle. Is he the one singing, doing the yeah. music throughout the most of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he the one, the main dude? Yeah. Or was that somebody else? No, that's that's Kyle. Yep. Okay. 
Who was the other rapper nigga? <laughs> the dude that popped up. This is like a random nigga. What was his name? Squad. What was <laughs> some squad god or something like? Yeah, his gang Swain God. Yeah, Swain Squad and gang. Squad and gang. Swain. Yeah, Swain God. It's kind of slick though. For that for that generation. For that generation, Swain is pretty cool. That kind of works true. It's old nigga. I hate it. But ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off my lawn. Yeah, facts. But I watched it. What can I ask you? What makes you suggest this film to people? Uh, just briefly, I I just yeah, I'm I'm a dialogue person over imagery, and simply because dialogue, I like to be we we both probably more like be direct in what you're, and then I like to take home quotes. You know, what I'm saying that you can directly take some from a movie. Now with this, the reason I like this, yeah, it wasn't crazy dialogue, but what I like was I just like the visual aesthetic of where it was shot I think I believe that's his home he shot a music video there but I just like the visual aesthetic the strong close-ups the the luxurious look of it all the kind of I mean the message was there you know it's a given but and y'all check it out Ali and I it's on YouTube but I just like the visual aesthetic sometimes I like just seeing a luxurious look I don't know I get drawn in sometimes by just like dang look at that that was a marble pool right there like not fanning out crazy but like i just be liking like yeah and i just like seeing us in a certain way but uh i don't know it it, it drew me in i seen the trailer and I, i'm a fan of rappers expanding and doing other things which we obviously talked about ti i talked about uh fat joe so i'm a fan of rappers saying nah i'm more than just a rapper i can do other things and he's acted you know in a netflix movie as well but i like this one a little more it, it felt i don't know it, it felt like it felt real in a weird way to me. I don't know. That's that's what I can say. It just felt real to me in a real way. Um, so, but yeah, Spike, uh, he had gave me as a homework assignment, Mr. Big. Uh, I said, I, I wrote down Mr. Big in the house, but I, that that's not what it was called. Uh, it was uh, Ho Check. <laughs> so, wait, I, what? Mr. Big. No, it was called Mr. Big in the house. Oh, is that the name of the song? Was it? Yeah. I thought it was called Mr. Big. Nah, he starts off like that though. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Okay. And then, oh, what'd you think? <laughs> First off, I actually have heard this. <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember. I was like, ah, this must have been on one of our burnt CDs in two thousands. So that's the first thing. Secondly, man, it's mug slapping. Told you, I, bro. I'm a that, fan. <laughs> I am a fan of that baseline. That's that uh, that uh, Friends baseline. That doom, yeah. doom, doom. I love that baseline. Anytime I hear that in a song, I am in every yeah. time. I'm so glad you like that. Yeah, no, nah, that mug was banging. And I see what you're saying with the voice because I listened to another song. Kind of listens for. I was like, oh yeah, he real rough around the edges. I get. So that dude you were referring to, I'd imagine like. Two yeah. times. Two times. Okay. Finesse two, two times. times. I imagine. Times. Yeah. So if you got like a freestyle or something, I might check them out or whatever. But uh but yeah. I'll that, send you a freestyle. I listen to it. Uh, yeah. They got me listening to them. Okay, that's uh, cool. Uh new homework for the week, man. We stumbled upon it just a couple episodes of the office. I think the great thing about the office is you ain't gonna have to watch them in chronological order. Okay. You can kind of just pick where you want, as long as you don't go to the later seasons where Michael isn't there. You don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Michael's the boss, of course. Uh, but yeah, just check a couple episodes out, man. You can watch them in order. You can just pick some random ones, pick some of the classic ones. Like I would Google top, you know, twenty office episodes. Maybe either pick your favorite 
the one they say the funniest or you can go in chronological order it's good that way too i watched it in chronological order i just randomly pick some of them now okay, but just yeah. check a couple of episodes out man let me know which character you gravitate to because i think that's the thing with the office there's a, a persona that you gravitate to <laughs> the reason that i compare it to the wire i feel like it's an ensemble show and there's not just one person that you get locked in on there's a lot of people that you can kind of get their perspectives and mm-hmm. just get different perspectives on different episodes. I, I really appreciate it. It's, I see you didn't. I comments. see you didn't compare it to Sopranos there. <laughs> well, because there's just one perspective, in my opinion, with the Sopranos. Like uh, the main perspective is Tony. Like Tony is like the 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 storyline lives and dies with Tony's perspective. I don't feel like The Wire or The Office. Are okay, like yeah, The Wire. You're right. The Wire is definitely like, you're like who's the main character. Yeah, there's no like who who is yeah. it? Yeah, you're right. Like you're same right. thing. Okay. Like the, the 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 shows that do that are some of the best shows. Like they're my like Friday Night Lights. Did you watch that? I did. Yeah, yeah I feel like that one was one. Even yeah, though Coach Taylor was the main. Yeah, one. I was about to say kind of like I was I, it was so many good perspectives. It would be some where you don't even see Coach Taylor and his wife. Like yeah. that show was so fucking good. Yeah, I love. I that. put that on the Mount Rushmore. Um, The Wire, of course. Mount Rushmore, the different what? perspectives. Uh, Friday Night Lights is just shows, period. Uh, well, not like sitcoms, show. like sitcom type. I mean, not, well, not sitcom, sitcom, but like uh, what do they call it? Shows, network, network, like shows. network drama. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, of course it don't go with the cable ones, but network drama is up there. Yeah, it's probably the best network drama that I could think. What of. You mean like like it's the it's it's under the it's, network? Yeah, well, I mean, unless you gonna compare what Law and Order to something like it, but. So we talking about is best on network television. drama is NBC, ABC, CBS. Those I ain't better than criminal. Anything minds. that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. see criminal minds and uh, nah. it, I ain't never. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't watch criminal, criminal minds. Is it's so heavy that I can't watch it. Like they nail it that's like right. that. Like with the criminals, they they they're so heavy, bro. I, like, I can't watch this. This is it's too real. You ain't like, seen an episode, and you think it's better than Friday Night Lights? Is that what you just told? No, me? I've seen. No, I've watched a few episodes <laughs> yeah, of Criminal. Stop watching. Yeah, I was like, it's just certain moments. You've I'm seen like, Friday Night Lights in in, in yeah, that's totally. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but that's why I say that's. A, but I, we'll we'll revisit that. But I will say, and I'm and well, let me give you the homework assignment, and then I'll just say what I've been watching uh, lately. But. Uh, so this week is uh, a podcast I referred to you before. It's called Shop Talk Podcast with Dame and Jay. Uh, not Dame Dash, y'all, and Jay Z, but you know. Uh, but their recent episode is called Tupac is Better and We're Still Doomed. Uh, Jay got into this spot. He got into this bag, bro, where he was talking about Dwayne Wade's son, the sex change thing. He got into a bag so crazy. Then he got in this bag of like Martin Luther King and the FBI and him cheating he he started going somewhere like he white no these are black these are black dudes you've heard remember uh, i told you check them out you said and they're from detroit and you had listened uh, to it before yeah, i was like nah but this one i get it bro it's a two-hour podcast break it up if you need to but bro when you so get I to, about, to listen to the whole two hours you think <laughs> i mean i, I ain't I, saying it like not wanting to i'm just asking is that what you're saying well, they start off with the first. If you don't want to listen to so much of the beginning, if you're in the boxing. No, not that I don't want to. I'm just asking you for your context of wait, why you're. Nah, you don't have to listen to the whole thing. The whole but you, you probably need to listen to. I probably say hour thirty. Okay, I, mean, I think I post a long podcast. I just don't yeah. like. Everybody. But they're but they're good with it. Like they're not nerdy or nothing like that. Like they're really good with it. Like, but the first few 
minutes they talking about boxing. So if you're into boxing, by any means, you know what I'm saying. But I I don't keep up with boxing. But anyway, so that's my uh, shop talk podcast. Uh, it's called Tupac is Better, and we're still doomed. Um, but uh, well, I talk this about has been what, another week in the books. Yeah, we've been another week in the books, bro. 2022 awitb 2022 at gmail drop us some emails we're gonna read some of those on the show here in the next couple of weeks mo yes sir anything you want to leave them with i want to leave y'all with this man hey look again it's friday you ain't got nothing to do man we're gonna get y'all high today every time we're gonna get y'all high on this conversation man so uh if you haven't already man go follow uh spike lou animal brown on wednesdays they do a hip-hop review podcast on deck tv show and i've done i potted every day this week man. i potted monday tuesday wednesday and thursday man get this one day we did uh we did we recorded on deck on monday tuesday mm-hmm. dead end sports wednesday frames per second we talked about house of dragon and oh, yeah. episode two okay today so it's been a good uh, good week for the pod god yeah mvp over here most valuable potter you know what i'm saying we're gonna get that mo yeah so uh and also if y'all haven't already go check out my podcast it's an audio drama podcast it's called roll the audio drama it's a blend between an audio book and a fiction podcast me i, I wrote it produced it uh, i star in it and engineered it, all of it so on and so forth it's a it's all by me basically so uh y'all check that out man and you know hit us up 